0: Hey, welcome. This is Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you
1: win with your money. And I'm your co-host, James Parker. On today's episode, we're going to learn about net unrealized appreciation. It's a little known tool that you can use to save money on getting stock out of that company plan. Save a bunch of money on the taxes. How does it work? Gregory will explain Just want to remind you, you have some show notes and a complimentary download on this topic. Go to GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 33. This is episode 33, so it's GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 33.
0: Net unrealized appreciation is when you have company stock in your company plan. And let's say back in the day you paid $10, $12, $15 a share, some low prices, and let's say it's selling for $100 a share. You could take some of that stock, subject to the rules of the plan, you can take some of that stock when you go to leave the company, leave the plan, and move that outside of the plan by paying the taxes on those stocks you acquired at that low price. And you could still hold the stock, but now it goes outside of the plan and its value. Some plans do let you select the stock that you want to do the NUA shift out of the 401k and that's the NUA actually it's an opportunity to take and move money outside of the plan because if it's moved outside of the plan the government can't tell you what to do with it like take RMDs on it that money comes outside of the plan and what you're looking for is something tax advantageous like are you paying a lower tax On this money that you're moving outside versus leaving it in there and be taxed as ordinary income later does the capital gains help you as well some plans want you to average it on the overall stock that you have some require you to anyway all the company stock you have instead of selecting it so you have to see how the company plan wants that to their rules to allow that to happen and it's not always advantageous because we're looking for an opportunity. And if the plan, for example, says, well, you have to NUA all of it if you're going to do NUA. And you're like, I don't want that big a tax bill. Because think of it. It's a tax bite. How much are you willing to bite off? Or, and it, and the dilemma then comes in if somebody says, oh, I love my company stock. I like the dividends. I want to hold it. It's going to be worth so much more. So, then the dilemma is if they're required to do all of it, they're not wanting to hold all of it or NUA all of it. What one part, what it really comes down to is the tax bite. How much of a tax bill are you willing to create that you've got to satisfy this year? Do you have some margin within your tax bracket or else you jump into another tax bracket with that base amount? And once again, you only have this opportunity once when you roll over the 401k if you have company stock in there i know it sounds a bit complicated and that's why you should use somebody that's qualified to deal with ira plans 401k rollovers that understand how net unrealized appreciation works um, that understands the tax side and has tax professional resources like cpa jude heath in that case to lean on as well because it is a tax play it is a stock play and you're looking for efficiencies not to have a bigger tax bill or necessarily to sell stock but it, it's a discussion and if you're doing a rollover kind of two core questions I think always should be asked when somebody's helping you with a rollover first Is there an NUA opportunity you need to explore that? Meaning, are you holding company stock? And what were the prices it was bought at over time? The second is, does it have after-tax money in the account? Because you want to separate that out before you roll it over. Do you like cream in your coffee, James? I do love it. You love it? Well, I was talking to somebody earlier today and I asked him, do you like cream in your coffee? He said, absolutely not. I said, Well, what happens when they serve you with cream in your coffee? Can you get it out? He said, No. I asked, Well, have you tried? He says, No, there's no use because you can't get it out. Are you sure? He said, Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can't get cream out the coffee. And I said, Yeah, I agree with you. You're right. See, it's kind of like rolling over your IRA where most of it's pre tax, but you have some after tax dollars in it. It's like impossible to get out except for one thing if you're going to work for somebody else you could then move that money over there leave it there and when you finish that job when you separate from it then you could get that after-tax money out so what we want to do on a rollover is if there's after-tax money we want to ask about it and we want that money separated out we want it to go to a non-qualified account an after-tax account or it could indeed go to a Roth account most of the time people are using that after-tax block of money to shore up their emergency money but it's a core thing that should be inquired about because if you do not separate it out how do you get it out pro rata means some of it comes out as you take distributions which means it's mostly going to be taxable but you get a little bit of that after-tax
1: out with it as well IRS has a formula for that and a tax form but stocks in your 401k when you have a distribution they're taxed at an in ordinary income or capital gains rate where are we where what's where you're positioning a on stock this? in a 401k
0: if it's in a 401k a company stock and you roll it over it remember everything that comes out taxed out of qualified accounts is taxed as what ordinary income ordinary income exactly okay so even if you're taking distribution from your 401k it's going to be taxed as ordinary income even that company stock that's another reason to is there an opportunity to move that asset or some of that asset outside of it if you roll it over to an ira how's it going to be taxed
1: ordinary income ordinary income okay but what exactly. if it's a, what if it's a distribution you're over the age and you're and you're forced to take money out of your 401k every year ordinary Still, income okay it's taxed at. but the same stock in a non-qualified plan that would be taxed at capital gains rate right once held over a year but you have held it for a year because you've had
0: it a long time in your company plan is the assumption here so it's at a ta- capital gains tax rate so you want to look at tax play you've got a that t- let's say it's ten dollars you bought it far back in the day you want to pay taxes on that which will be taxed at your current tax rate when you go to do the nua move it outside the plant so that other 90 dollars came out as well it's not taxed so that other 90 will be taxed as a capital gain tax rate in the future when you sell that stock outside of the plan so how does that compare to what your income tax bracket's going to be as well knowing you paid some tax on ten dollars and now you got to pay some tax on the other 90 compared to what your tax bracket's going to be and does this help reduce RMDs for the future as well? There's so many things to look at in there, but what's appropriate for the client is if they have company stock, that question should be asked. Is there an NUA opportunity? What I find is most don't take advantage of it because of the tax bill, but it should be
1: discussed. John and Slidell, you're next up on Winning It Live with Gregory Ricks. How can we help yeah. you, sir?
2: Uh, my wife's been offered something called a net unrealized appreciation from her company. It's a NUA, and uh, she's got company stock in a 401k. Basically, the company's offering or, or suggested that we can take the company co- stock out of the 401k, move it to a brokerage account, and we would pay uh, ordinary income taxes on the cost basis is about $23 a share. The current price of the stock is $83 a share. So it's appreciated quite a lot in a 401k. So when we sell it, uh, we would pay capital gains on the, uh, what's that, $60 per share versus ordinary income. If we took it out of the 401k, sold it within the 401k and took it out. And is that a good, I mean, it sounds like a good deal. We got about 10 years before we need the money.
0: John, is all of the price that they're giving you on NUA $23 or... Is there different price levels when you acquired the stock?
2: Uh, no, they're giving me just a, a, the company a on the uh, normal information gave us a $23 cost basis for the stock.
0: Okay. See, the purpose of NUA, and it, it also depends on how much stock, because you this is a tax, you're going to have to bite off right the tax bill. So it depends That's- on how much tax you're willing to pay. So it depends on the value of this originally at 23, or what portion of your money is tied to that?
2: Uh, I don't have the exact...
0: That's okay. uh, We're going to work with the premise of this, is the purpose of the NUA is to do exactly in your situation where you have a highly appreciated stock, and you can go pay the tax bill on the $23. So that gives you the ability to move that stock outside of the company plan. Right. Yeah. I don't know that I would sell it inside the plan because when you you don't have to sell at that point, you can and take advantage of that. But you also can move it outside of the plan, put it in a brokerage account and sell it later. And of course, what you're doing on that appreciation is selling it at a capital gain. Right. So the worst case you're going to be is 20% on a capital gain. It's a great, great opportunity, and you have to make that decision within the calendar year of your first distribution from your qualified plan, because the clock starts ticking. Typically, when we're rolling over a 401k to an IRA, we're having this discussion. The NUA and that opportunity, how much of it do you want to take advantage of? Typically, well, it depends on the company. There's one large firm here that requires you to do NUA on all of it. So typically in advance, if the client's wanting to do NUA but not on that full stock value, we will sell some of that stock in the plan before we move the money Uh, and do the NUA. So there's always situations that
2: come up. The ordinary income on the $23 is approximately five out, and we we could take care of that within a year.
0: Do you have do you have after tax dollars in the account? Uh, no. Okay. Everything
2: everything's, every, everything's uh, taxable. That
0: seems Won't like a pretty good deal. If that's palatable for you, that sounds like okay. a go. Five thousand. Like yeah, I would do yep. it based on that. Okay, it,
2: it just seemed like a good deal, but uh, you know, you never know. So
1: okay.
2: Yeah. Well, I appreciate the advice.
0: Okay, let us know if we can be of help. Okay, thank you. Thanks, John.
1: So that was cool. So instead of moving the stock outside of the plan and paying the taxes on the on the spot price of twenty three bucks, he was planning on selling it within the plan and pre- paying the stock price, paying yeah, that's the uh, kind of
0: what he stated. I just wanted him to make sure he, if he was wanting to hold the stock for any period, he could do so by the st- stock transferring over
1: to the brokerage account. Scott and Mobile, you're on Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Scott?
2: I've uh, I've got a. 401k uh with the company i've been with uh, for a couple of years and the one i left to come here uh, left some money in a 401k that i decided to invest in uh in a, a stock that i chose and that it appears that that stock is about to be worth a substantial amount of money and uh, i'm just wondering what i should do when when it when the stock goes to the point that uh Reaches the point I'd like to get out if you think I should invest in other stable stocks or I'd really like to cash it out and pay off all my debt. And I just wondered uh, what your thoughts were.
0: Well, what is your age, Scott? 48. 48. See, you're going to have a... uh, The cash out option is going to be taxed and you're going to pay a 10% penalty because you're under age 59 and a half. So that's going to be quite a bit expensive. Uh if, if the profit is such that you're just you're crushing it, you're making a huge amount of money on it, you might could justify that extra tax that you're going to pay on that money. So uh, other opportunity to look at it this way could we do net unrealized appreciation. Let's say you've held that stock a long time or you picked up that stock at a couple dollars a share and since you've left there you've not taken any distributions nothing's been moved out of that 401k so it's holding this company stock and if you bought it really low and the rules allow you to shift that outside of the plan by paying tax on the purchase price so then you shift the money outside of the plan and then it's now non-qualified because you already paid the tax and when you sell that stock, you're then paying a capital gain tax on that stock. So you could possibly do that depending upon your acquisition cost and such with that to move it outside the plan and avoid that 10% penalty. Neat idea there. I'm glad I thought of it. So how long have you had that
2: stock? like that. I've had the, the stock I'm talking about uh
0: two years now okay yeah that might would even be the workaround even if you don't have it bought at a super cheap price but that is the one way to get around that 10 percent early withdrawal penalty is to do net unrealized appreciation in that situation with something that you're going to really profit on you can pay the acquisition price and then the capital gain tax but you always have to look at both NUA is not always advantageous and it is also subject to the company plan rules there so that's something you would have to run by we always like to do a preliminary call to make sure of what the rules are on that but it sounds like everything you've you have left there is that company stock awesome opportunity hopefully it works out for you you have any other questions about it stock while we're here on the
1: air no, I don't think so. I think that covers Okay. If we could be of help, reach out to us. Thank you very much, Scott. I will, Bill. Bill. Again, it's called net unrealized appreciation. Yes, NUA. And once, if you take a distribution
0: during the calendar year, you've started the clock because when you're rolling over the account, it has to be completely rolled over. And NUA needs to happen in that year as well, which separates that stock out from the amount that you're wanting to roll over most people have a combination when most you see most company plans somebody will be holding some company stock and then they'll have mutual funds and cash and bond funds and such in it so it's not complete i i I just don't recall It, it well i do now it's rare you see somebody where their entire 401k is made up of company stock super risky on that side Sounds like for our caller there, could well be super profitable for him, but a lot of cases it it can become painful in market corrections or the sector that that company
1: is in goes bad like oil. What do you think of the idea of just doing a rollover and you leave the stock invested? It's not like you have to lose your positions. When I did a rollover, it just... They just converted from being in my 401k to being in an IRA. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and, well, we got on to that because he was looking at cashing and paying off the boat, the car, the house, the lodge. You know, I'm just making that up for the listener. But he's looking to pay off some things because the other choice is he can sell that stock after it makes that big hit for him. And then roll that money over to an IRA and diversify and blend it properly and keep it growing.
1: All right. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. You sat through the whole episode here. I hope you learned a little bit about net unrealized appreciation because it can really come in handy if you've got some stock in your company plan and you want to move it out and save a bundle on your taxes. We have some show notes and a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic. Go to GregoryRiggs.com podcast33. GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 33. But I do have a day job that goes with that. I'm a financial advisor,
0: money manager, IRA, Sherpa, in a sense, help people with all these types of questions regarding the required minimum distributions, how to handle rollovers, how to set it up, how to grow it. Where are you on your financial path? Do you know where you're headed? How is it going to look when you get there? What is your risk number? My office number is 504-832-9200 or go to gregoryricks.com. Thanks for hanging out today. We do this six days a week. Catch all of our episodes live and on podcast with winningatlife.com and the Winning at Life app. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks
1: investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through ae wealth management llc ae wealth management gregory rickson associates wj belanchard law llc j heath and company and mortgage gumbo are not affiliated companies investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal any references to protection safety or lifetime income generally referred to fixed insurance products never securities or investments insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier this radio show is intended for informational purposes only it is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Annuities are insurance contracts designed for retirement or other long-term needs. They provide guarantees of principal and credited interest subject to surrender charges. Annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. Raw conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Rickson Associates is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute legal or tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.